Hey everybody, it's Melody from Melody of Soul. And as I promised, I'm back. So it's day five of my process since my little creature baby, Odin, made his transition. I checked in earlier this week when things were pretty fresh and walked you through what a life coach does when dealing with such profound issues. So here I am, day six. And one of the tools that I use personally is journaling. I've journaled ever since I was a young kid. And through life coaching, I've definitely found that this is the tool that I go back to for people. In Ayurveda, we call this grounding your tornadoes. It's when you turn your air element of scattered thoughts into more earth elements of concrete writing. And in this writing, I've gone through a roller coaster of emotions from doubting myself to regret, to anger, to fear, to sadness. And finally out the other side. And I really feel like you know you've made some improvements. When you can go, you know, from this process taking me years and months to a week. And I have to say... Connecting with his spirit has been the most pivotal point for me. So basically, I, I spent yesterday just getting everything out of my head. And I brought it down to these 12 questions. I love to ask myself questionnaires because it really clarifies what is happening in my head. And it helps me figure out what do I need to answer for it to stop the tornado. So here are the 12 questions. Maybe these will help you too. Number one, what is death anyways? Death is like water. We can suddenly breathe underwater. We can see, but it's a different vision. Or maybe we are the ones underwater. Death is like coming out. Like we can breathe air in the water or outside of it. That makes more sense. We leave the limited vision from under the surface and we see both worlds. 
those of us still in the water, we think it's blurry. In the dark, we can't see anything at all. But the higher we get to the surface, we see more light, more possibilities. They see us more clearly. The surface of the water seems to be separation, but is it? Odin decided to get out of the water. He knew he could serve us all better from outside of it. We can look to him now for guidance. He can still play with us. We just need to focus more to see him and to interact. Number two. What has been my evolution with this whole concept of death? My first experiences with death started with beloved little creatures. My cats, rabbits, horses, dogs, hamsters. I remember being sad. I remember my heart breaking. But somehow, I understood when I was told this was the circle of life. When it came to losing people, it didn't seem to make as much sense, though. The explanations that I heard when my grandparents passed, those seemed logical. They were older. They were in bad health. But what about my friends that were my same age? Or their parents that suddenly died? What about my teachers that I lost tragically in car accidents? Or from terrible diseases that came out of nowhere. No wonder we're afraid of death. It seems to be a moment that can happen at any time without any of our control. It's the ultimate lack of control, right? Well, that theory was put to the test when I lost my first love. Ironically, his birthday was March 17th, right in the middle of this week. Losing him seemed to send an entire universe spinning for me. All my thoughts and beliefs about life and death turned on their heads in just a few short weeks. At one point in time, I thought I could hear him and see him and have conversations with him and experience things with him in a whole new way. He was showing me images of where he was and we were actually able to resolve old wounds. For a little while, I thought I was crazy. But then I realized that death It's not a separation. It's a union. We are not separated by the water. We can choose to see through it or leave it whenever. We can also come back. But we've been so told to be afraid of the surface of the water that we never even get close enough to fathom it. That's why it takes us by surprise. But once we step out of that first moment, 
and breathe that new air, that's when we get it. That's when we'll get it all. And every creature and every person that is transitioned out of the water, they've basically shown me the same thing. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's something that we cannot even fathom when we're in the water. Ask a fish about the ocean. And they'll just tell you what they know about the world. Number three. What is the purpose of death? The purpose of death is to start elsewhere, to reload, to change, to change scenery, playing fields, to explore and expand. And let me premise this by saying that my experience is not going to be the same as yours. Because each of us are meant to have a different experience. Each of us are meant to have different viewpoints. Your beliefs, they come from your experience. They come from what you've gone through. And I in no way am asking you to accept that this is the way things are. I honor and respect wherever you are in your experiential journey. This is just where I am. Number four. Why did Odin transition now? Odin left now at the crucial time. When all those that love him and pay attention to him needed some wake-up calls. We are all getting so torn apart that it's time to unify. Time to show our love and devotion to one another. Give each other what we all wanted to give him. But maybe we just weren't able to. Care. He feels the dissonance and disorder in us. His leaving was to drop the last pebble and reset the cycle. He knew what he was doing. And now he watches over us in anticipation of what we will do with his energy that he released to all of us. Number five. What is this experience meant to teach me? that I need to release my doubt and fear of myself to love myself unconditionally as he loved me. We all do. The most vital and vibrant vibration we have is to love ourselves like a super-powered ray of light. Odin was a tiny version of the perfect us that we, that we can be. Pure love, pure joy, 
pure care. It is to teach me to be those things for myself and the people I love. Number six, what am I meant to release, let go of, or open up to? He says it's time we learn for ourselves how to love and help each other grow. One little ounce of this love that he gave directed to myself gives me all the power I will ever need. This magic Odin formula found in the happiest memories and thoughts of him. He brought all of us so much joy, so much care, so much love. It is time to focus some of this magic on myself. He is eternally in my lap. A spanky my cat is eternally sleeping in my arms. All my loving creatures guide me and expand my heart chakra. Their unconditional love is unmatched in the physical realm as well as the spiritual Number seven, what do I really know or believe? I know death is not an end. It's an epic opening to new adventures and experiences and possibilities. That they are looking through the surface of the water at me, taking a swim when needed, always reaching a hand or a paw this way when they see me sinking. Number eight, what really matters right now? All that matters is that I stay close to the surface, the light, the truth, the real expansion. Leave the fear and the doubt that has been propagated. Leave the sadness. It separates us. It makes me sink. And it makes the connection disappear. Stay focused on the hazy faces of my loved ones. And let go of any negativity, any lower emotion any grief, any sadness. They are in pure bliss and happiness. And that is the only way that I can be with them. Number nine. What does death show us that nothing else quite has the power or impact to? Death shows us what separation or unity truly is. We choose which side we will stand on. Will we separate as they move from physical to spiritual? Are we separate 
from our spiritual forms because we're in the physical? Or are we now unified? Are they more a part of us than they ever were when we had time and space? Nothing else seems so clear a line than death. Number 10. Why am I fighting inside about it? The fight is the same as it always has been. That which we know and that which we think. Let yourself know and the thinking will follow. It will never be the other way around. Who is fighting? Number 11. The me of the past and the me of the future are fighting for the present moment because one does not realize it is the same. Allow the sameness to be clear. Allow death in the present moment to lift the distortion, the veil, the disguise of separation. Nothing is separate. We are all fluid. There's not even an inside or an outside of the water. Just different densities of oxygen or energy. The only separation is that which we create. Number 12. What are they fighting for? There is no fight. Just misperception. The first thing to release and let go of is the idea that there are two or more sides. There is only one. There is only love. There is only pure, loving unity between us. That is how I stay connected. That is how I choose to be one and not separate. And finally, I came back to my mantra. It came up a few years ago when I was struggling with other relationships and loss. And it's the mantra that just keeps coming back. Love to love and give up control. Love without expectation. Love without wanting anything back. Love without obligation. That's unconditional love. That's what our little creatures teach us. They don't judge us for what we're doing or what we're saying. They just want to love us. They just want to be with us. They just want to experience little pieces of life with us. And they don't try to control things. If 
only we could learn to love like they do. Because when they transition, they have a lot less baggage. They're just happy. They're just running in these great big fields together. Waiting for us to unite with them with our energy. Luckily, he showed up for me many, many ways this week. In subtle, sweet, only Odin ways. He even showed me that he was a part of my life long before he was born. He came and went in perfect timing as they always do. And it's funny when you tell someone, you know, I'm just having a rough week because I just lost my dog. Because the people who understand that are the ones who really cherished that relationship with their animals. And the people that don't, maybe they're the ones that still stay in separation. I don't know. Either way, I know he's with me. I know he's with all of us, guiding, watching over me running by my side, getting under my feet sometimes, barking at random things, laying in my lap, and sleeping next to my legs. They're always with us, as long as we keep them in our hearts, and the good thoughts Missing them, feeling bad about it. It doesn't help us align with their beautiful, positive energy. I hope this has helped you in some way. And thank you for listening.